really target candidates based on where they are located, um, what companies they currently work for. Um, my cat is running. Yeah, over. I was like, someone's <laughs> tap dancing at your house. What's going on here? <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Best Friends with Benefits. My name is Kristen. And I am Noni. And we are so excited to bring you this episode. Now, when we say we're best friends with benefits, this week, we're definitely putting our money where our mouth is, right? Because we have a really special guest for today. I know that there are a lot of things happening in the landscape of looking for jobs, graduating and looking for jobs. Well, today, we have a very special guest. She is a seasoned HR professional within the media and entertainment industry, specializing in talent acquisition, recruitment within human resources as a senior recruiter at Viacom CBS. Now she hires talent for networks like Nickelodeon, MTV, BET, VH1, to name a few. Everybody welcome Debbie Douglas. Hey, Deb. Hi, guys. Thanks for having Hi. me. Now, we're so excited to have you on now. For anybody um, watching right now, why don't you give them a little roadmap to who you are and how you got to be where you are? Sure. Um, I originally uh, graduated with a bachelor's degree in social work, and I thought I was going to save the world one person at a time. And then I realized that was a little bit too clinical for me. And how could I find um, uh, the bridge between still helping people, but at the same time, having it to be less clinical. Um, and that's kind of how I stumbled upon human resources, got my uh, master's degree in human resources management. And my first job was actually at the Schubert organization, which is a theatrical management company um, here in the city. Um, and that's kind of how I got my uh, start in human resources and specifically um, recruiting. Um, and I've been in that field ever since um, and loving it. It's just, I call myself the talent whisperer. Um, so instead of making personal love matches, I make corporate uh, matches. So Debbie, can you tell us what are some of the do's and don'ts for people looking for a job during this time, during the pandemic? Absolutely. Um, so during this time, it's definitely uh, very much um, up in the air. It's a lot of unknowns, um, but it doesn't mean that there are not opportunities out there. Um, mm -hmm. I work for Viacom CBS, so we are actively interviewing um, and hiring, and a lot of other companies are at this time too. Um, you know, create a job search strategy. Um, you know, your job is to find a job. So with that said, you want to be intentional and purposeful about how you go about doing that. Um, so one of the do's, I would say, is um, just that uh, target companies that um, maybe align with what you're looking for in terms of your values, your morals, especially with all the craziness that's going on in the world right now. You want to work for a company that you actually respect. Um, you can um, uh, be proud to work for and you mm. know that you're going to be embraced as an individual. So to me, that's very important. Um, a don't is to apply for any job because you think that this is a time of desperation and it doesn't have to be that way. You want to be strategic about your approach so that you're not getting flustered and frustrated that no one is getting back to you, especially if you're just willy nilly applying for jobs that may not even align with your background or your skill set or even the level of expertise that you have or don't have. Um, so be intentional about that. 
definitely do your research. Um, you know, mm -hmm. want to make sure that uh, the positions that they have open again align with your skill set. Can you right. say honestly when you're applying for that job that I'm one of the most competitive candidates for that position? When the recruiter is looking at my resume, will I likely put you on the top of the pile because you are really checking all the um, uh, qualifications that we need? I mean, that is a realistic um, uh, view of what happens behind the scenes. You know, a recruiter wow. has but so much time to review mm -hmm. resumes, um, right. especially, for example, currently I have nine jobs on my plate right now, which isn't a huge amount, especially um, in pre-pandemic times when I could be working upwards of 15 to 20 jobs at one time. But just imagine um, if I have nine jobs, I am simultaneously interviewing and reviewing resume for each of those nine jobs daily. Mm -hmm. um, right. You can have hundreds, sometimes thousands of applications, especially because our company oh is a household name that are right. coming in. So we're literally reviewing quickly where we're, we're, um, our eyes are zoning in on what we're looking for. So we have the opportunity to be um, uh, picky and um, choosy about uh, picking the creme de la creme of that um, pool of applicants. So make sure that you can consider yourself a competitive applicant for that job. That's going to really save you a lot of time, heartache, and just frustration. Right. Um, those are probably like the top three things that I could probably say about do's and don'ts of um, applying during this crazy time. I just want to point out one thing that you said, because I feel like it is so important and it's so brilliant what you said to actually apply to jobs that light you up, that you know you're going to love, and you're also going to be accepted at the place and valued instead mm -hmm. of just this like fight or flight of like, oh my yeah. God, I need to get a job. And then you right. just get this job and then you end up being miserable because you're not connected to it in a way that's going to serve you or serve Absolutely. the company. Right. Um, because I think a lot of people are just in a panic mode of like, I need to get a job. I need to get a job. So I love what you said about that. Like that's in the so first so important of like, yeah. you know what, this is my intention. I'm connected exactly. to this job in a bigger picture. And I know that I can be, like you said, a good candidate for this position mm -hmm. and not just making it like this stressful desperate. thing of like uh, desperate. And so that exactly. was really beautiful. And I think that's really important for listeners to get. And also I would add, this is also an opportunity for you to refresh your skills, mm. um, continue to network um, and build relationships, even um, virtually. You know, mm -hmm. We have LinkedIn, yeah. we have other um, avenues where you can connect with people and professionals that uh, may embody the skills that you're trying to attain or just learn or glean from or learn more about. And then, you know, as you're connecting with them, they have your name top of mind. So when an opportunity opens, you can be, oh, wow, I just spoke to such and such. Um, right. or she reached out to me and sent me a really interesting article about this industry. She's vested. She's passionate about this industry. So keep um, yourself relevant. Um, yes. You know, you don't want to go MIA just because you're not either actively working right now or just actively looking for a job. You should be in the spaces where you want to be. Right. That's so great. And then before you touch on it a little bit about when you have this stack of resumes, you guys are zeroing in on the things that you need. I am wondering, and I know we could spend so much time on this because there's so many debates, but yeah. there are a lot of people that are brushing up on resumes right now who haven't done it in years. Mm -hmm. What are some of the do's and don'ts? Maybe like your top do and your top don't. Yeah. When you are looking at resumes and you get a resume, and you're just like, ugh. This person yeah. is clueless. Yeah. Or, oh, this is impressive. What would you say? 
Well, I mean, it's just easy, quick um, uh, uh, things that I could point out is one, uh, make sure that your grammar is, um, you know, top notch. Because again, right. you have one opportunity to make a, that first impression and that is your resume. That is your introduction um, to the world's um, mm -hmm. of, you know, careers. So if, if, if it's not um, aligned, if it's not um, within the pr uh, proper tense, if you've left the job and you still has it in present, small things mm -hmm. like that really matter. Matter. And sometimes the recruiters aren't the one that are as nitpicky. It's the hiring managers. Once mm -hmm. I've sent the resume on, they right. do a little bit more um, digging in are, are even more analytical about, you know, whether or not this resume is um, up to snuff, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So right. that's one. Um, definitely, if you're if you're someone that has less than five years experience, so if you're entry level or just post-college, you should not have a resume that's more than one page. So that's, I think, mm -hmm. at this point, common knowledge to most people. But again, you'd be surprised. I still see it. I think people are so anx anxious to get every ounce of experience that they have on the piece right. of paper that they feel as though if I leave something out, then um, they're not as marketable. But right. you can still find ways to add um, additional work experience, but truncate it with just the title maybe and um, the dates of employment versus having full bullet points for every single job that you've ever done. If you if you don't feel comfortable with just taking it off altogether. Right. Um, um, I would definitely say, make sure that your resume actually um, puts you in a little bit of a class by yourself. So it's not just the regular, okay, this is the uh, pointed duties. This is exactly what I did. But what impact did you personally have on that job? That's so good, right. What big win did you have? Mm. What specific accomplishments um, stood out during the time that you were there? Did you streamline right. the process? That's great. You know, anything that stands out that shows that while wow, you went above and beyond what was expected of you in your current mm -hmm. role or any accolades or awards, you know, you always want to make sure that you're going to put that in there. If anything, this is the time where you want to shine and it's going to be on paper, might as well make sure that that's um, noted either there or your LinkedIn as well, because uh, recruiters are always looking for talent on LinkedIn, whether you're creative or you're in corporate. So yeah. it doesn't matter. That's so, so great good. that you talked about LinkedIn. I just wanted to touch about that because that is that like a whole new world now for hiring? I mean, is it like actually it's like Facebook for work? It's actually exactly. It's actually not a new phenomenon. It's um getting more and more um recognition now as the place to go to right. um uh look at job opportunities. But as recruiters, we've been using LinkedIn since, I mean, I've been using LinkedIn, I want to say since 2006. I hope I'm not wrong. Wow. Day, that's very been long, long that, time. Around that long. Yeah. Wow. And recruiters, company resources will have a recruiter seat. So we are able to actually wow. see the entire database of LinkedIn users. Um, so wow. we have a little bit more opportunity to, um, uh, do advanced searches, uh, mm -hmm. Boolean searches, and really target candidates based on where they are located, um, what companies they currently work for. Um, my cat is running. You know, I was like, someone's <laughs> tap dancing at your house. What's going on here? <laughs> found something to play with the cap of my water bottle. So sorry about that. <laughs> so um, definitely LinkedIn is uh, an amazing resource for recruiters and specifically for candidates. You can really market yourself there in a more interactive way. Mm -hmm. Join mm -hmm. professional niche groups that are specific to your career. Um, post articles about um, the 
industry that you're in. Um, people recognize that, pay attention to that, share it. Um, they have um, groups that actually post job um, listings there as well, discussions. Um, so you're talking to the right people, you're connected, and then, hey, you may have spoken to someone in one of those forums and they just posted about a new job that they have on, on their team this week. Wow. So there's, it's, it's our, well, I like to call it as one of like the Bibles of recruiter, um, you know, strategies is, you know, looking on LinkedIn outside of naturally organically networking and doing career yeah. referrals and so forth. We are consistently getting referrals, especially because again, our industry, um, it's a very relationship driven organization. Mm -hmm. However, I don't want to minimize the fact that uh, we do um, hire folks that come naturally through the career site. I right. was actually a product of that when I um, oh, wow. through um, to Viacom a billion years ago. I applied <laughs> online and I got called within less than two weeks. Um, we are going blind looking at resumes. I promise you, it does not yeah. go into a black hole. We are right. always um, consistently looking at what's coming in. From That's good to know. Yeah, in That's addition good. to the referral. So I like to balance it out with having folks that are actually applying organically, as mm -hmm. well as those trusted and tried referrals that we get. But we want to be careful about only relying on referrals because what happens then? You end up getting the same people um, mm -hmm. from the same uh, tribe and then right. we're lacking of diversity mm. and different viewpoints and different angles and different um, uh, uh, backgrounds. So I always try my best to try to make sure that we're balancing out that referral versus organically um, uh, responding to our, uh, uh, our job postings. Viacom's very lucky to have you. You know, I tried uh, a few other places before and I realized this is where I belong in terms of the culture, um, the people, and of course, what we actually do. I could believe in it. You know, when I leave work at 5.30 or 6.30, well, when I was leaving physically, I still bring Viacom home with me. You know, I'm yeah. watching the networks. Uh, I, I'm logging into our YouTubes and our Instagram channels. So I still feel very connected to the brand. If I worked at, let's say, a uh, investment banking company. I'm not sure how vested it would be the same I energy, be personally. Right? <laughs> that passion in terms of the type of jobs I'm recruiting for, how passionate I would be about it. So yeah. to me, it's like the best of both worlds. Yeah. Right. So now let's say they've gotten through that first hurdle, right? Mm -hmm. The resume went through, they impressed them with the resume. Up next is the actual interview, like exactly. the first interview. Mm -hmm. And now we're doing interviews just like this. It's video mm -hmm. conferencing. Absolutely. Um, are there any do's and don'ts in the realm of video conference <laughs> interviews? Without a doubt. Um, luckily, I've been really good to have some good experiences thus far. Um, but just off the bat, one, you want to make sure that you're finding a location that you're separate from your family or, or any <laughs> other people in the house or even pets, like, for example. Or tap dancing cats. <laughs> I kind of have no choice. I'm in a small space. Uh, <laughs> um, definitely uh, make sure that um, you have good lighting so that we can actually see you. Um, mm. You want to make sure that you're just... Um, minimizing any distractions within your space in itself so that you, one, can concentrate and you're focused as well as the interviewer. Uh, you want to be prepared with questions just as you would um, if you were there physically. You still want to dress professionally. A lot of people don't realize that we're still seeing you <laughs> and you don't want to be laying in bed, propped up with your laptop 
That's your lit. You I'm actually not pants. wearing any pants right now. <laughs> I think people get a little bit uh, confused or the misconception is that because we're a media company or entertainment that all professionalism goes out the door. We're still right. looking for people that are on point um, and are going to show up as professionals. So I would definitely not forget, you know, your attire. Whatever we're able to see, we want to make sure that you're still <laughs> professional at the same time. Yeah. Um, and just, of course, speak loudly, clearly. Um, and um, yeah, I think those are the main things, especially with respect to virtual. Uh, just as we probably had to do here, uh, you maybe want to log in a couple of minutes just to make sure that your video and your audio are, are working properly. Maybe test it out with a, a friend or a family member in the other room or with a, an, another person on their phone or their laptop so that you you can ensure that you're not going to be late because of technical difficulties or anything of that nature. Just try to mitigate, mitigate any um, potential uh, problems that may arise technically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, of course, things are beyond our control. Um, like, for example, you know, our Wi-Fi kicking us off, it's completely right. okay. Um, or <laughs> if you're a single parent and you have a child um, and you couldn't get a babysitter, sometimes we, we as uh, recruiters and human resources, we, we, you know, we're human resources professionals. Right. <laughs> so we gotta put the human back in human resources sometimes. Right. So people mm. get a pass sometimes. You know, we are living in new times and, you know, sometimes we have to make adjustments and uh, be a little bit more um, caring about how we're interacting with folks during this crazy time. Yeah, what is it like for people, I mean, just graduating college and coming into this world mm -hmm. the way they are in the pandemic? Do you think it's gonna be more difficult for kids to find jobs now? I'm saying kids because I'm 40. So. <laughs> <laughs> those kids, those kids finding the jobs. You know, um, it's an interesting time. However, it's not an impossible time. Um, like I mentioned, uh, companies are still hiring. Um, it depends on the industry. Some industries are thriving right now because mm -hmm. of the pandemic and some mm -hmm. are not doing so well. So you want to be cognizant of the type of companies that you're applying for and be um, up to date on the news and following the news and, um, you know, the New York Times or whatever trade that makes sense for your particular industry to see what's going on um, with um, employment, um, layoffs at different companies or, you know, things like that. So you want to be a little bit more specific about uh, the types of companies um, uh, you're applying to. Um, and then I think just overall, um, being patient um, mm. and not getting um, too um, panicky about, you know, the situation. And again, at the end of the day, we have to pay some bills and I get that mm -hmm. completely. Um, right. But I don't think it's a time where uh, we, we need to lose hope or anything of that nature. These uh, young grads are actually a uh, great opportunity for a lot of them because a lot of the companies right now may need like per diem workers or part-time mm. workers or temporary workers. So right. it may not be the ideal setup or the status that you were looking for, maybe a full-time staff position with benefits, but at least there's right. still opportunities that are happening. Um, and yeah. sometimes um, even more than it would have pre-pandemic just because right. you're in um, or, uh, industries that have more of a need now. So for example, right. right now we're hiring a lot of social people, a lot of digital people, a lot mm -hmm. of marketing, um, you know, anything that's a new business. Um, and of course, content creators, um, because people are literally 
stuck to their, um, you know, their devices, um, <laughs> right. and, you know, TV, uh, laptops, um, their smartphones and all of that and really consuming content at a uh, enormous amount. So for yeah, us, right. I would say that we're doing a pretty great job, knock on wood or glass. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, just just be uh, cognizant and do your research and stay up to date. Refresh your skills, um, add new skills to your toolkit. Um, mm-hmm. This is the perfect time to maybe um, tighten up your, your technical skills and mm-hmm. your um, skills that are specific to the new um, the new t- ways that we're working now. Uh, maybe if you weren't as well versed on uh, you know um, online um, interviewing things of that nature, mm-hmm. uh, start to do mock interviews with your friends or your mentor. Oh, yeah. That's a good um, idea. So, yeah, so um, uh, maybe doing uh, work for free, volunteering, so it's, you're also able to get some experience that maybe you you would not be able to get now because everything's closed. Yeah. Um, right. Internship that you were uh, you know waiting for didn't pan through. Um, there's different ways that you can find alternative routes to your next stop. Um, yeah. If you're a creative and a content creator. Start to do your own stuff, you know, create your create your own page, create your own podcast like this. That's what um, we're doing. You know, exactly. <laughs> uh, this is like this is a perfect time to highlight who you are and a lot of personal branding. Um, right. I think there's an opportunity in every disadvantage, you know, that comes or obstacle. Yeah. As much as you put into it, that's as much as you can make out of it, you know? So, and turn it lemons into lemonade. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. There's hope. There's hope. Yeah, And thank you so much. I think your words are really, really going to be encouraging for people out there because I know a lot of people kind of throwing up their hands like it is what it is situation, but it's so encouraging to hear from somebody like you that's hiring for some of the top companies in Mm -hmm. entertainment that's just like, no, there are jobs out there. Just keep trying because you definitely guaranteed not to get a job if you don't try. (laughs) That's number one. How about that? I love what you said too. Um, about like volunteering, internship, day players, like sometimes it only takes you getting your foot in the door. Exactly. No, it might not have been like that permanent staff position, but let me tell you, there's something to be said. You get your foot in the door and you work your butt off and Absolutely. You know, make yourself indispensable. And they'll be like, Where, where's that person that was here yesterday? Because exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I need them on my team and on my staff. So yeah, I'm on these day jobs and the volunteer and the, and the internships because that's your way in a lot of the times as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And then it's just something, just to circle it back to what you said in the beginning, it's like if you're passionate about it and you're committed and you're lit up about it and you're Mm -hmm. alive, like people are gonna notice that. Like I'm committed, I'm ready to roll up my sleeves, I want this job, I'm passionate about who the company is. Mm -hmm. That makes such a, I would think that that makes such a difference in hiring somebody who really is, is ready to take on the, work and is committed to the job. I would also add too, um, let's not forget we're living in a time of virtual everything. And don't forget to utilize your social media as a way to get you in the door in different ways too. I've Mm. actually recruited via social media for strong candidates as well. So, um, you know, look at that as a potential option. How can you be strategic about your brand that you're positioning yourself on social media for opportunities as well. There's so many different ways that you can do that. Um, so mm. you know, don't forget about that because that is ingrained in every part of our life now, professional and personal now, is social right. media. Yeah. Wow. 
So can you just say a little bit more about that? That's so interesting. Yeah. You look for people on social media and people can use that as a way in. How how are some ways that people can use social media? Exactly. Well, I can use myself as an example too. Um, outside of my day-to-day uh, recruiting job, um, a lot of the things that I post online on my social media also incorporates not just personal, but also some of my professional um, um, you know, happenings, so to speak. Whether mm-hmm. it's something like this, doing a podcast or being on a virtual panel, like I've done maybe about three or four since we've been in the pandemic. So yeah. only because we're relegated to our households, it doesn't mean uh, you stop everything. You're still right. uh, marketable. You can still do things. And I've gotten calls because of the things that I've done and posted um, mm-hmm. more calls about professional opportunities there. So that's kind of like yeah. a different way specifically for me as uh, someone that considered like a public speaker in addition to as a mm-hmm. leader in health. Um, right. If you're someone that is, uh, you know, um, a creative and you create content, boom, there you go. Like you want to create the narrative. And you have that opportunity on your social media platform to create the narrative that you want them to see outside. And I think just um, being able to showcase that you are interested and passionate about that particular industry, that you are doing things that are specific and relevant to that particular industry or things that you've been doing in that industry and or in that role, um, maybe organically or like I said, uh, through a volunteer opportunity or um, through um, an internship or anything of that nature. Like if you have a mom and pop shop that you're helping with designing uh, uh, flyers or graphics for, make that known, you know, make oh, sure that's that you so good. Yeah. So there's just so many ways. People are always watching you, whether you think they are or not. <laughs> wow. That's that's People so good. are always watching you, whether you know it or not. Absolutely. They're always watching. I think, yeah. you know, there are a lot of people out there too. Don't be too humble with it. Like, you, whatever you are doing, let it be known. If you're doing something really, really dope and cool, like she said, like helping someone out, but using your skill. If you're exactly. cleaning a mural on, you know, someone's restaurant, like show exactly. that. You never exactly. know who is watching. You never know who needs your talent. And Absolutely. You that you have it. That's a really, really great tip. So going back to, I take my own personal story, for instance, and when people are applying for jobs that they Mm -hmm. think they can be an asset for, I came from BET. I was there for quite some time. That's how we know each other. Um, And then I remember I was applying for a job at Essence, where I I absolutely love. Mm -hmm. Um, And the job apples to apples wasn't everything that I was used to doing at BT. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Live television show producer. Uh, and that was like my lane and I love live TV. Yep. But then at Essence, it was, you know, overseeing everything for Essence festivals, like mm-hmm. live event space. Exactly. Yeah. It wasn't exactly. Exactly. But I had a passion for, I mean, I grew up with Essence. I exactly. love Essence Festival. Mm-hmm. I love creating content. So just say a little bit about maybe reaching, stretching yourself further what you're so used to, but you might see something that it's just like, oh, that's not exactly what yeah, I'm yeah. doing, but I think I can be an asset. That's a great question. And I think it's very relevant because it happens daily all the time. And I always interview people that may not necessarily have the same exact um, um, uh, duties as this particular position that I'm hiring, but it's all about the transferable skill set. 
can mm. that um, can that skill set now uh, relate to this new job? And it's going to help you be an asset in this new particular job. Um, right. As long as those things are in play, you are definitely uh, considered a competitive candidate. I mean, if we're talking about, oh, I'm in uh, finance and I'm trying to be a showrunner, that's not going to cut it. Right, right. They're, they're too vast of, of positions to align with those transferable skill sets. Mm. So you want to say, like, let's say, you know, you're in marketing and you're in consumer marketing, um, but now you're going to an agency that uh, works with a lot of different consumer marketing type of um, uh, projects and initiatives, but you've done it maybe um, only at a CPG, you know, that's fine. As long as they are transferable skill sets, um, you know, I think there's uh, there's definitely value in um, stretching yourself and realizing that, you know what, I have enough of those skill sets that I can apply in a different industry. We mm-hmm. hire people outside of our industry all the time. That's another myth that I like to bust. Um, oh, that I love hire, that. Yeah, is that we only hire people that are from the entertainment and media industry not true at all. Some departments and some teams may feel as that's a necessary skill set to have, but not all of them. Um, so right. we've hired people from the fight, like, uh, you know, the big four consulting companies. We've hired people from CPGs. We've hired people from the agency. We're actually hiring more and more people from agencies now because we've realized that skill set that they have is very much attractive to us as we continue to build out like agency-like departments within uh, Viacom as a whole. Um, So yeah, don't feel deterred if you're not in the right industry or if the title seems a little off. Just go back to those qualifications, looking at, you know, what you're currently doing now, what they're asking for, and how can you give examples of what they're asking for that you've done in your past position that, again, may not... um, say it is like the twin version of it but it's a variable Mm. Mm -hmm. i love that and sometimes like you said your experience could make you even more of an asset because you're bringing in a brand new fresh perspective absolutely um, and thinking of situations differently than they might have in the past so i think it's really really great for people to know absolutely so great amazing (laughs) So Debbie, that was all the questions that we had. Um, if there's any final words. Just in terms of like any parting words is just, you know, keep keep applying. Um, don't lose hope. You know, like I said, don't throw 2020 away. There's still time left to make an impact and uh, still have opportunities that will arise. Um, I think we're definitely in a space where you can uh, reinvent yourself. Um, mm-hmm. It's all about perspective. You know, um, this is an opportunity um, to really uh, dig deep, um, see what type of skills that you want to elevate or highlight um, in your next opportunity. Um, and I can be found um, on LinkedIn, Debbie Douglas. It's a bunch of Debbie Douglases on there um, <laughs> because I have such a unique name. Uh, but um, just make sure that you add the Viacom CBS and you'll find me quickly. Um, my Instagram is Debbie underscore Douglas 18. So I look forward to connecting with everyone. This is a really, really great contact to have. And you have so many gems. And thank you so much for joining us this week. Like we have learned a lot. I'm sure everyone listening has learned a lot and feel a little bit more encouraged about getting themselves out there. Also touting their accomplishments. Amen. Don't say that you're detail oriented, but you're spelling stuff wrong all over. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. And Debbie, I just want to say that you're such a breath of fresh air because it's like, 
like sometimes Dude. people think like hiring or HR, it's like a scary thing. I know. Of, like, hiring. You're human but you human. are so positive and you're like, this is an so opportunity nice. and this is Thank an opportunity you. for you to grow. And it's just so lovely. It's been so lovely to talk to you and you just, you really are just like such a vibrant, positive person. It's really nice. That's what makes me very happy at the end of the day. What I do to me is like the best thing in the world because I get to make people's career dreams come through. I get to help them pay their bills at the end of the day. And to me, that's the most rewarding and like priceless uh, for me. So I'll continue to do this as long as I have breath left. In me. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's so beautiful. For all of you out there. I'm telling you, she dropped so many gems today. So many. I'm so grateful to Thank have you here. Thank you for having there. me. It was amazing. So thank you so much, Debbie. This was another episode of Best Friends with Benefits. Love Make it. sure you take everything oh, you learned God. today, apply it to your life. Let's get out there and conquer the world. Amen. Don't don't throw 2020 away. That's the right. message of this. Get your dreams.